Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's uh, Thursday, June 13th. It's 2019. And as always, on a Thursday, we are pre-taping the show in the final hour. We will take you to the through the last half hour of the market. As of right now, it is 3.31 p.m. On my left, I have uh, the U.S. Open Golf that I am watching. On my right, I have uh, Fox News Channel, even though I can't uh, listen to it. As we take you to the closing bell. Hope you're having a good day. First, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. No, really. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. Uh, and our email service, ConvictionLeaders.com, ConvictionLeaders.com, one month free, one month free, one month free. Go check it out. It's right there, front page, GaryK.com. Uh, well... Uh, the big news. Uh, the U.S. is now blaming Iran uh, that they are behind a quote-unquote torpedo attack on an American-linked oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman. Both the front Altair and the Panama-flagged Kokuka Courageous, which was reportedly bombed, burst into flames and were forced to evacuate in the troubled region this morning. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo blamed Iran for the blatant attacks. Uh, part of a campaign of escalating tension by Iran and the threat to international peace and security. So you would think, well, that's a problem. Well, I can tell you, all we got is oil prices spiking a little bit, but not much. And that's it. Now, for those who would like to know a little more, since the beginning of May, Iran has threatened to enrich its uranium stockpile. We had to send the USS Lincoln over there. We've had to send a Patriot missile battery over there and 1,500 additional troops to the Middle East. On top of now, the Secretary of State blaming Iran for this. So the question is, uh-oh. You know? What does that mean? What are we going to do? I have no clue. Anyway, I just want to let you know. To me, it's big stuff. It's kind of sort of been downplayed. Anyway. Uh, again, this is a show about you and your buckos and all points in between. And uh, uh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. What is proprietary indicated? Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow, uh, it's uh, about 335. Uh, Dow is, down, is up 50. S&P up 5. NASDAQ 30. NASDAQ uh, 124. SOX up 4. Uh, transport's up 90. Advanced decline's pretty good. Oil prices and oil stocks are in the green because of what happened in Iran. And in case you don't know, I believe it's about one-third of oil, all oil shipments around the world have to go through the Straits of Hormuz, which is where all that crap's going on. So that's a little bit of that story. Um, you know, when it rains, it pours. The other day, uh, we told you about a bio closed in the 30s and opened at 3. Well, I have another no-sales biotech today. Never heard of it. Savara Inc. Symbol S-V-R-A. You ready? It's down hmm, 77% today. 
Stock is at $2.62 as I speak, down $7.96. Now, here's the interesting thing about this one. Remember the last one, uh, did five secondaries throughout the years and all that. This one, you ready? Has been trading since 2004. Now, I'm just telling you what my software has. It's showing it had a price of $8,000 before all kinds of splits. I'm not kidding. $8,000 down to $2.60. And I can go back to secondaries in the, uh, since 2014. One, two, three, four, five. They've never had sales. They've only lost money. Yet this has been out there trading like this. And again... We like being a broken record when it comes to uh, protecting your capital. We like being a broken record. Just know what you're in. That's all. Just know what you're in. And know whether you have serious risk or not. That's pretty simple, right? Doing a little homework for yourself. No valuation. Know whether they're earning money. Know whether they have sales. Savara Phase 3 Clinical Study Evaluating Malgradex for the Treatment of Autoimmune Alveolar Pulmonary Proteinosis fails to meet the primary endpoint. Uh, it got downgraded today. Just letting you know. Bunch of downgrades today. With, ready for this one? Target lowered to $6, down from 22 I'm not going to mention the company. Okay? So we've had two this week. There'll be more. Now, to be fair, as we always told you, we have missed all the ones that have done well. And there's been plenty. But I just don't know how you can go to sleep at night with no sales, losing tons of money, doing a ton of secondaries to keep them moving. In the development stage... And they've been out there for years. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. Uh, Beyond Meat. Uh, it's flat today. Believe it or not, it's flat. As I speak, it's up 11 cents. But I just want to let you know there are certain things we told you about this one. Number one, valuations are a joke. Number two, though, we expect contract after contract to be named and signed. Yesterday was Tim Hortons. But number three, we told you, got to believe other people are going to get into it. If they see demand, they're going to supply it. Tyson Foods. You know who Tyson Foods is? You don't? They're a little bit bigger than Beyond Meat. They had $40 billion in sales. Beyond Meat is $80 million. Tyson Foods is finally getting into the mutant meat game. Being dominated one-time friend Beyond Meat. And its heated rival, Impossible Foods. Uh, the U.S. largest meat producer said Thursday will debut uh, several new plant-based products under the Raised and Rooted brand. Nuggets will debut at several undisclosed major retailers later this summer, while blended burgers will hit shelves in the fall. Note the word blended as Tyson hasn't gone full sale. Mutant meat, they're calling it now. What a great name. Mutant meat. Say that ten times fast. So guess what? Lots of competition. Lots of competition. So that's another something or other to consider. You got that? We don't make this stuff up. We think ahead of things. And who's next? There'll be plenty others. Dow up 60, S&P up 6, NASDAQ up 33, NASDAQ 100 up 27, SOX up 4. Fancy decline's good. Better day for the small caps uh, today, but still completely underperforming the large caps. Have I thrilled you yet? All right, well, we started with meat and Iran. Got lots more to discuss. More in the markets, news of the day, whatever else today. Uh, thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Let's get to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. We are, as always, on a Thursday, pre-taping the show in the uh, final hour of the day. Uh, as I speak, Dow 59, S&P up 6, NASDAQ 32, NASDAQ 126. But a decent day. Uh, a few things of note. Disney trying to break out of range here. Volume's heavy. Somebody raised their um, uh, target today. If you already have a buy rec, what do you do? Raise your target. As mentioned, oil prices have spiked a little bit. All the oil stocks are green, but they have just been a vicious slow-death bear market. A vicious, slow-death bear market. It's the best way I can explain it to you. Drip, 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 drip. And even with today's little up move, we just still want you to avoid the whole area right now. There's no oomph, as they say. And I got an email, why isn't oil up more with what's going on in the Straits of Hormuz and all that? Because we produce a lot of oil now. I mentioned Disney. Uh, the big story is is that Disney strong Netflix week. Ever since Disney came out with their own streaming they're coming out with, Netflix strong Disney week. I mean, Disney strong Netflix week. Got to get my acting gear. That's going to be fun to watch. Because Disney's undercutting on my price. And I can promise you if Netflix has to cut prices, which I doubt they do, but let's just say they do, oh, that's going to affect the stock price. Also in the Dow today, Home Depot is up three and change. I don't see any news just coming up the right side of a base. And the only other thing up more than a buck is, uh, well, DuPont and Goldman Sachs. On the downside, uh, Johnson & Johnson's down a stick. And Visa's down two and a half for a change. Those Visa and MasterCard's been pretty darn strong. IPOs. Initial public offerings. Well, let me do a dissertation for you, ladies and gentlemen, please. I hope you don't mind. Every IPO that's been coming out. Not 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, not 9 out of 10. Every initial public offering that's been coming out loses money. They all lose money. Now, this is a dissertation. I worry when the bar gets lowered. I worry. In the past, whenever the bar got lowered on IPOs, Let's just say it was something to think about big time. And how it works is they ran out of all the money-making IPOs, so they lowered a bar in order to get fees. They get investment banking fees, and that's what's going on here. So we're going to watch it closely, and interesting enough, they're opening them up strong. Remember that uh, crowd strike from yesterday that I told you about? It's up another 11 bucks today. CRWD. Interesting, huh? Now it's a $13.5 billion market cap. Let me repeat that. $13.5 billion market cap. $250 million in sales, and they lose a bunch of money. $13.5 billion market cap. What is it, about 54 times sales? Uh, that's expensive. Just letting you know. Next. Uh, something called 5R came public today. 
It was a $21 deal. It's trading at 39 bucks. They opened it at around 27. It's up 12 bucks. Hit a high of 41 and a half. It's 39 right now. Wow. $21 deal, now 39. Guess what? They lose a lot of money. So let me repeat. We'll keep telling you about these names. We'll ask you to investigate them, check them out. See if you like them, see if you don't. Know their valuation, know what they do. And as always, you decide. But we're just letting you know. They have really lowered the bar. Really, 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 really lowered the bar. So CRWDFVRR, two new uh, IPOs for you uh, to uh, check out if you like. Uh, RVLV is another one that came out. Uh, Revolve Group, a fashion retail for the millennials. Uh, I got news for you. They do make money. $2.7 billion market cap. Retail. Earnings were down last quarter, though. That one should be on your watch list also. RVLV. So there's three new ones. And by the way, the other part of the equation on IPOs, when too many come out, that's a sign also. Just tidbit for you. We'll watch price and volume first, everything else second. But just a tidbit for you. And there's more IPOs to come, I hear. I do want to let you know Uber is uh, trying. Not back yet to the IPO price, which is 45 but I think it's going to get there. U-B-E-R. And Lyft, L-Y-F-T, uh, that's not near the IPO. It's 72 and certainly not near the 87. It's at 61. It looks like it may be trying to bottom here. Two more big money-losing companies, but much more well-known. Do you know Uber is up to losing over 60 cents every time they do a ride? It used to be 57 cents. And in New York City, they are stopping new drivers of Uber and Lyft and all that crap because the taxi guys have been getting whooped. Medallions were costing over a million. I think they're down to like 250000 now, if you want to become a taxi driver in uh, New York City. Much cheaper. And the problem is they took out loans to pay it off. It's like uh, buying a house for 750000 bucks, and it's now worth three hundred. You drop the keys off on the doorstep. Up next, more of the markets. News of the day, much more today. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Invest Today. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You've got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Caldwell. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, so I'm watching the U.S. Open Golf right now. They're at Pebble Beach. And for all you golfers out there, if you have never been to Pebble Beach, it is a must one time. It's quite expensive, but they do these packages. You stay there. It's like 550 but they give you spyglass also. It's just a really cool place. And, and what you do is you do the 17-mile drive around there. You go to Carmel and Monterey. It is just, unfortunately, you know, the taxes are high and, you know, people running California destroying it. But, man, it is some of the most beautiful, 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 beautiful scenery of all time. And i got to tell you, I played a great round of golf when I was there. And I almost had my first hole-in-one at Spyglass. I've never had a hole-in-one. I missed by about two inches. And I really thought it was going in the hole. just made that little turn at the end, missed by two inches. Just tough to get there from Florida. you got to stop somewhere. And not a lot of flights into Monterey. But you can also fly to San Fran direct from Orlando and then drive like 120 miles. It's a beautiful drive anyhow. Uh, Ricky Fowler's five under, uh, leading by one stroke. Tiger Woods doesn't tee off about 5 o'clock Eastern time. I know you're listening to this at 6, but it's four, we're taping at 4 o'clock. 
And Fowl is probably going to bogey, bogey 18, so he'll be at 4. Uh, as we speak, it's at 3.53 p.m. The Dow, up 40. Uh, make a 38. S&P up 4. NASDAQ 26. NASDAQ 100 up 20. Socks up 3. Had a very bad day yesterday, the Socks. Better day for the small caps. Transports up 86. What's going on in the transports? Oh, I forgot to tell you. American Airlines. What did we tell you two days ago? That about six people bought stock, including the CEO, about five days ago, but at around $28, $29, and the stock already ran up to 31 So we said to watch it. Well, we don't tell you to buy anything anyhow here. We, we report to you. Stock's up 2 bucks today to 33 American Airlines today announced they're raising prices by $5. Now, why would that make a stock go up $2? Well, all the other airlines follow suit. It shows, I guess, strength, and stock's up nicely. The other one where you had monstrous insider buying was Symbol CLR, Continental Resources. Trading at 37 half, the CEO bought a ton. I mean like 50 to 100 million bucks worth of stock on several occasions, but averaging out at 42. So he's underwater about 10%. But just remember, he has no control of oil prices. Oil prices have crashed. So we're going to watch that too. But American Airlines already are flying away. Huh, no pun intended. And all the other airlines are, are following suit to the upside. And all they're doing is coming off the lows and coming up the right side. It's not like they're doing anything great. Except, I would have loved to have been in with the, with the uh, insiders. And again, there were about six or seven of them, including the CEO. Remember, we talked about insiders. We like when a bunch of them buy. We love gargantuan buys. We love when they're averaging up after a move up. We love when there's a group going on, meaning uh, six different airline companies have insiders buying. And all that crap. You got me? So symbol AAL, go take a look and you'll see uh, real strong volume today come up the right side. And then you can go look at the other airlines and see. So that's how the uh, transports today. What else? I had my news somewhere over here. Oh, St. Louis Blues, congratulations on winning the Stanley Cup. I had no idea the St. Louis Blues have never won the Stanley Cup. That's amazing. I will tell you, I used to have an office in St. Louis, and I went to a St. Louis uh, Blues game. Rabid fans. Absolutely rabid fans there. Rabid fans there. Other bits and pieces of news, ladies and gentlemen. Interesting. What have I complained to you about forever? Oh, it's everything. But what have I complained to you about? Debt? Deficits? Yeah, I've complained to you about that, haven't I? And nobody gives a crap about that. Not one person in Washington, D.C. is even talking about it, doing anything about it. And I'm not going to use the verbiage that I like to use describing these people. They're all going to be dead when it all blows up, and it will blow up, ladies and gentlemen. Mark my words, and I don't say that to scare you. You know I'm not into hyperbole. You know I just tell you what I think, and I deal with facts. It's not an opinion to say to you we're $22 trillion of debt. It's not an opinion to tell you we have a trillion-dollar deficits this year. It's not an opinion to tell you this year that the first $550 billion of our tax dollars is going to nothing. It's going to waste interest on the debt they created. It's not an opinion. These are all facts. Well, let me give you another fact. And remember, we've been telling you this for years. Front cover, New York Times today. Retirees at risk, crisis looms for Social Security recipients. Really? You're telling us now, New York Times? We've been telling everybody for 20 years. They never got in front of it. And it's getting closer and closer and closer and closer, ladies and gentlemen. We don't make this stuff up. First off, a few thoughts. Number one, they all lied. They're all liars. Every one of the miscreants in Washington, D.C. lied to you about Social Security. 
complete lie. They use the words like lockbox. Remember that? Money's in a lockbox. Don't worry. Everything's good. They lied. Your money you're getting, the check right now, you're a retiree, you're getting a Social Security check, right? You think you're getting the money they took out of your paycheck? No, they stole it all. Where the money go? Oh, they spent it somewhere. They did? Oh, yeah. Social Security recipients today are getting money from the workers today. If there weren't any workers today, Social Security recipients would get nothing because there isn't any money. That is the definition of a Ponzi scheme. There's no better way to describe what a Ponzi scheme is than our Social Security. There's no better definition. I want you to think about this. They took the money out of your paycheck when you were working for your Social Security benefits. Why didn't they put it in a lockbox? Why didn't they put it away? Why did they take your money? Why is nobody pissed off at that? You know, you were never taxed on your Social Security until they started taxing it. So they broke that contract also. You name it, they have done it to you. A complete con. Complete scam. And just like every other government program, they did not prepare for the future. They did not do anything about the fact that, ooh, wait a minute, hold on. If more and more people are retiring, and less and less people are working, what are they going to do? And that's why they've got to look at it over and over and over and over again. And that's why they've got to do something about it. Go read the article in the uh, New York Times. I hate talking like this, ladies and gentlemen. I just deal in facts. These are the facts. Up next, market just closed. We'll give you the numbers. What do you hear what happened in the last three minutes in the market today? And much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only investors at. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investors with Gary Kaufman. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Um, the market hit the high in the 10 o'clock hour and drifted lower the whole day. And 350, we went from up 151 to up 20. At 354, the Dow was up 20. At 354, the Dow was up 20. At 355, the Dow was up 35. The Dow went up 55 points in 45 seconds to the close. I finished up 102. We drifted lower all day and got back about 70% of it in four minutes. Faith, baby, faith. So finished up 101 and change. 11 on the S&P, NASDAQ 44, NASDAQ 138. Socks up eight. Transport's up 100. Disney was up six, as mentioned. Home Depot up 340. Those were your two. You know how they talk about the algorithms and the, and the uh, button pushers and the programs, and they get all mad at them when the market goes down? They don't complain about them when the market goes up. 
By the way, that was a button being pushed. That's all it was. Somebody pushed the button. I wonder if there's any news or Trump did a tweet. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Speaking of Trump, I guess he just likes giving chum in the water for people. He said yesterday eh, he got no problem if he got opposition stuff from any country. Any country. And maybe give it to the FBI or not. I, I, I don't know how to answer that. So, of course, the media was crapping in their pants. Their veins were popping out of their heads. They were having fits. Absolute fits today. It's fun to watch. But I got to tell you, if I was President Trump's advisor, dude, shush. I'm not even taking a stance on, on what he said. Just shush. You talk too much. You say too much. You convolute too much. You contradict too much. You antagonize too much. Well, they do it to me. I don't care. Don't care. Anyway, he won't listen to me. And as I told you, I've sent things to the White House and I've heard nothing back. And I guarantee he doesn't like me because he's watched me on TV and he knows I was against the tariffs. And trust me, he's watched me. He knows I'm against the uh, ridiculous government spending. $250 billion they added to government spending. The debt and the deficits and all that. So let's get back uh, to Social Security. Here is the damn shame of it. First off, you do realize they had to build this whole Social Security administration, right? So just another big, gigantic government bureaucracy. You do know that also, right? Well, God knows how much that costs a year. A lot. Imagine if back then somebody said, no, 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 let's not do a Social Security program. We don't need to make this a government program. No, 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 no. We don't need a government program. Forget that. Let's just do this. Let's do a program, but it's the people's program. In other words, we are mandating that money comes out of their check, but it's going into their own account, not government. Wait, we can't touch this. So their account goes over here, and the only thing that can be purchased are government bonds in denominations of 5 to 10 year. If you want, go 20. But just U.S. government bonds, not the stock market, even though that would have been good. And then when you retire at this age, we will mandate to you this is how much you can take out every month. And that's how you got to do it or you're going to be penalized up the wazoo. Do you know how much more money the citizenry would have? And do you know how much less federal spending there would be? Zillions! But welcome to the world that I call the nightmare of gigantic, overbloated, cronyistic, criminalistic, illogical, moronic, imbecilic government programs when all they had to do was be logical. But no, it's called we have to control everything in your life because you need us because you can't take care of your own life. Well, I have news for them. They can't even take care of them themselves. Thus, this is where we are. Go read the article, front cover of the New York Times, entitled, in case you want to look on the web, Retirees at Risk, Crisis Looms for Social Security Recipients. 
Have a great day. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.